Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Getting you inside the cards. Inside corner, and he struck him out. That strikeout number 1,000 at Bush Stadium for Adam Wainwright. It's Redbirds pitcher Adam Wainwright on 101 ESPN. Third time through the lineup, he strikes out seven, and he strikes out the side in the seventh inning. Presented by Chick-fil-A. Earn points on your next mobile order with the Chick-fil-A app. Michelle Smallman, I'm Randy Carricker, and we head to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Adam Wainwright, kind enough to join us for Wednesdays with Wayno. He is in NYC. Good morning, sir. How are you doing? Doing great. How are y'all doing? Everything's good. Adam, I'm wearing my uh, Big League Impact all-win t-shirt. I was thinking, I'm on social media and I follow Big League Impact, and I see all of your colleagues around baseball that are helping out and making an impact with Big League Impact. How heartening is it for you that this foundation that you and, and your brother founded has so much participation from players around Major League Baseball? Well, first of all, that's a comfortable shirt. It's beautiful. I, mean, I love it. That that material, those shirts, they are so good. They make you want to wear them all the time. And I told them all, I told our guys when we were making shirts, I'm like, hey, people will wear shirts with just about anything on it if they're comfortable enough. <clears throat> and uh, so we made sure we made some, some good shirts that everybody wanted to wear. Anyways, we're super proud of, of where it's headed. We're super proud of all the, the guys that have jumped on board with us and, and are doing great things around the league and in their communities, in their big league communities, but also in their home communities. Um, it, it's been fun to see, man. It's It's been fun to, to meet people. And, and this is how I like to do things. It's been fun to meet players and they go, wait, I've been working with big league impact for a couple of years now. Did you, did you start that? And it, and that's important to me because I don't want it to be about me. I don't want it to be about my brother. He doesn't either. We want to be uh, lights that can empower players to go out and do things and and, uh, and and leave our names out of it. I mean, that's why it's not called like the, the Wainwright Family Foundation or whatever. You know, this is Big League Impact. This is about helping big league players go out and make a difference. And we're excited about participating June 3rd at the Trivia Night. That's going to be at Patios. You can learn more about that at BigLeagueImpact.org. And then the 12th, uh, Swing for Impact at Top Golf, And that'll be great, too. I, I, I haven't been to one of your events at Top Golf, so I'm excited about being there. I know. I, I'm excited about seeing your golf swing. It, it, you know what? I played with Jay Delsing last week, and he made a little tweak to my swing, and I feel a lot better about where I am right now. <laughs> I've heard it's legendary. It's this is a thing of, of, of lore, I know. <laughs> but we're gonna have fun. The the June third night coming up at Patios is gonna be a great time and everybody loves getting together and 
and uh, playing some trivia, and then and then June twelfth, obviously at Top Golf. Everybody loves Top Golf. That's a that was a great invention. We should have came up with that idea. That was a that was a good good yeah. idea. That's a fun time. Everybody loves that, and and we're gonna get together and and see who can hit it the farthest. I guarantee it's me. <laughs> I, I, w- I would guess so. Okay, we also need an Adam Wainwright ruling this morning. And you and I have had the discussion in the past about not mentioning a no-hitter when it's going on. Even the broadcaster shouldn't mention a no-hitter when it's going on. So I've got a little tradition that's become a superstition at the Carriker household during the Blues playoffs. Road games, I go to the Schnooks Bakery, the delicious Schnooks Bakery, and pick up a Blues cookie cake. And yesterday, Adam, I, I didn't pick it up. I was mm. watching you guys play, got to Schnooks after the bakery closed and couldn't get a blues cookie cake made so do i have to own this as the reason that the blues lost well it's not their fault randy you know i mean they did it they could do and they just executed to, to fulfill your end of it and you didn't do it that's right so thank you yeah, adam he had one job right the whole, the whole city of st louis and i think michelle agrees the whole city of st louis uh deserves a an apology I'm with you, Adam, and I think this is a good time, Randy. Here's your platform. Uh, I I am sorry, and I am going to own this, and I am going to atone for the mistakes that I have made, and I am going to have a cookie cake at my house tomorrow night for Game 2. Okay. Thank you, Randy. I appreciate that. The whole city of St. Louis now knows that Schnucks Bakery has cookie cakes on the ready for the Blues game, so there you go. (laughs) That's important. That is. Well, speaking of the Blues, Adam, I wanted to talk to you about being there in-house for Game 6. You were banging the drum before the game. You were holding your son in one arm and banging the drum in the other. I just wanted to compliment you. I know you're a professional athlete, but the core strength that that must require for you to do that was pretty impressive. Well, and he was holding on to me like, like, uh, like he was stuck like glue because he was so scared of Louie over there. <laughs> Uh, he thought, you know, he he wants to see the mascots. He wants to see Fred Bird. He wants to see Louie. He wants to go meet them uh, until they try to approach him. And then it is climb on top of your head, jump off, you know, get away as fast as I can type stuff. But he was so fired up about banging that drum. He talked about that for the, you know, all the rest of the whole game. Daddy, we banged that drum. Yeah, Daddy, we banged <laughs> that drum. Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, we sure did. Oh, that's uh, perfect. Fun. My daughter, Macy, you know, she was down there with us, too. And she goes, Dad, I was looking at the screen the whole time. They barely even showed me. Like, what's up with that? And I'm like, no, man. Yeah, what is up with that? You know what, Adam? We'll just have to get you guys back in house after the Blues advance, and we'll have to get Macy some more screen time. The girl needs some more screen time, apparently. <laughs> I love it. Oh, well, Adam, you guys split yesterday with the Mets, but I want to go back to Sunday's game. It was a really fun game from top to bottom for the Cardinals, but I want to talk about the ninth inning when we saw Albert Pujols come in and pitch. Didn't really expect that one, from, but from pitcher to pitcher, can you break down what you saw out of number five on the mound? <laughs> yeah, it wasn't good. It wasn't good. At, um the mechanics need some help for sure, but the effort level, I go, Albert, there was no knuckleballs, there was no sidearm, there was it was just lob ball specials. Sunday, you know, low pitch softball, take a rip, throws. And I, I was like, I just don't understand it. You know, this was your opportunity to shine. I needed some funky stuff. He goes, No, two of those were curveballs and they got hit out of, over the fence. I, <laughs> Hangers. I said, oh, okay, well, never mind, you know, throw it harder next. 
<laughs> yeah, and he, uh, like you said, the the form was there. The stuff really wasn't there, but the effort, it is an absolute A for effort. I, I, yeah, I don't know. I, there's so much more in the tank with the machine. You know, you, you expect... You expect greatness when Albert Pujols does anything, and uh, and that wasn't great. You know, just going to be honest, that wasn't <laughs> great. But it, but it was on on an entertainment level, it was a ten. I think that everybody on both sides of the ball. I mean, you know, the Giants are over there getting whooped, and they every single one of them, even their manager, was laughing their heads off at Albert Pujols, one of the greatest baseball players of all time, throwing. 47 mile an hour fastballs up there over the over the plate, which I didn't know was possible, <laughs> except for the other guy was throwing 43, which was really impressive, <laughs> but also 84. So that's what I was telling Albert. You know, if you're going to make some 47, I need 87 on top of it because the other pitcher on the other side was has a 40 mile an hour split on his fastball and his whatever is. I guess that off speed. I don't know what you would call that. <laughs> yeah, that's I need a forty-five hour split. So I don't. I don't know if eighty-seven's in the tank for for Albert anymore. But but uh, you know, sixty-seven would have been. But entertainment value all time high. I mean, I got so many texts about that. I got a. I got a. I got an interview with Jason Stark today about it. You know, when I get to the field. I, I mean, it was just a. It's just one of those moments in time where you have to sit back and and appreciate. The cool factor and, and the just the hilariousness of it, you know that that's something nobody will ever forget. I mean, that's and what a trivia question. I mean, who was who was the 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 closing pitcher the day that the battery record for all time wins was set? No one's ever going to get that, you know. That's true. Good. Or maybe or maybe everyone will. I don't know. Maybe that's the thing. You know, it just. And also, I'm like, Albert, you couldn't let me and Yachty have a day. Huh? You had to go and be the big show. That's all right. We, we, we appreciate it. That's right. He had to come in there and have his moment, too. Well, Adam, let's stick there. You and Yachty or Molina breaking the battery record for wins, 203. More wins than any other battery in Major League Baseball history. It's so impressive. Congratulations. And I know that you've talked about what it meant to you for you and Yachty to get to that, to that milestone. But I was telling Randy during the break... I just think about you two and the sustained success that you've had together. And in any walk of life, when you work with someone that long, you have to have a certain level of intimacy and connectivity. You have to really know each other's tendencies and what each other are thinking. And with that comes a certain level of trust. So can you just describe to us the trust level that you have with Yadier Molina? Well, what is this, year number three for you and Randy working together? Yes. Right. So, you know, 14 years from now, y'all will be finishing each other's sentences and, and, uh, Michelle, you'll be ordering his lunch and his dinner for him and all kinds of stuff. I mean, you know, things, 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 uh, just kind of, you turn almost into the same person when you're, when you're doing your job anyways. Um, when Yadier and I are out there, we think very, very similar. You know, we, we, the other day when I, I gave up that home run to Jock Peterson, and it was it, it it wasn't my finest pitch, but it, the thought process going into it, and I'm not going to tell you what it was, just in case the Giants hitters are out there listening. But <laughs> the thought process going into that pitch was the exact same uh, thought process that that Yadier had. And after he hit it, our thought process was the exact same. We came in and we both vented to each other in the exact same way at the exact same time, and then we both started laughing like, "Oh my goodness, we." 
we both thought the exact same thing. That's why we want to throw that pitch. That's why we set up where we did and how we got there mattered. And, 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 and he didn't do what he was supposed to do. You know, that, that was kind of our thought. And then we thought after a second, we were like, oh, we thought about that all wrong. And, and uh, it was funny. We were laughing about it together because we, we had a big lead. But it was also a lesson learned. But the, the, what I'm trying to get at is, is so many years spent together, we know the sequences. We know the, the timing and the, the, the habits of hitters and their reactions and what that tells you and what that means. And, and, uh, <clears throat> and we, probably, we probably had four or five conversations during the game the other day that we didn't even use words, you know, that we're on the mound and, and I look at him a certain way or he looks at me a certain way, does his head a certain way or, you know, makes a gesture with his mouth a certain way and, and the way he holds his hand, I know what he's going to call before he calls it, the way his fingers are about to go down. Uh, just, you know, this is a lot of cool things like that that we've been together for a long time and, and uh, can appreciate about each other. Well, when you're that close... You're sometimes going to fight, right, Adam? Have you and Yachty ever been in a fight? No. He has neck tattoos, Michelle. <laughs> fair point, neck fair point. Tattoos is one of my big rules in life. You, you don't mess with people with cauliflower ears or neck tattoos. Um, now, we've, you know, we've, uh, <clears throat> we had a little squabble in AAA way back in the day where I was, I think we've talked about this before, where I was shaking him off too much and, and wasn't really mentally locked in enough. Honestly, since that moment, um, I don't even know if we've ever been uh, in an argument. Even I mean, we've had we've had some moments where we've had some moments where um, you know things happened in the clubhouse where he and I disagreed about it, but we weren't arguing. We were we were having discussions. Uh, and then you move on and you grow from it. It's been a really cool relationship. But, you know, it, it's very similar. I, I don't know uh, what it is, but my wife and I, um, you know, have been married almost 18 years now. And we've probably had two or three arguments since we've been together. And we've dated for six years before that. So um, arguments are things that, you know, I just don't. I know a lot of people think it's healthy or whatever, but it just doesn't happen a whole lot with me I, I, I'm a I'm the lover you know I'm gonna figure out a way to avoid that. it's Wednesdays with Wayno on 101 ESPN Wayno I, I want to go back to uh, de- allowing that home run it, it something struck me Mariano Rivera would when he was pitching and I love you're the most humble guy in the world but there is something that's good about athletic arrogance and a guy like Mariano Rivera would never give head at credit to the hitter. If a hitter got to him, it was, he took the blame. He said, hey, that's on me. I didn't do what I wanted to accomplish. Are you that way? Do you give credit to the hitter for hitting a good pitch? Or if Jock Peterson hits a home run off of Adam Wainwright, is it an Adam Wainwright mistake that allowed the hitter to succeed? Um, <clears throat> I mean, it depends. It's, it's, uh, I, I will give a hitter credit when, the, when, when a hitter deserves the credit. But if I throw a pitch right down the middle and you hit it out, I'm not giving you credit for that. I threw a horrible pitch. Now, if I threw a, a great pitch, in my mind, on the corner with some movement and you went out and hit it somewhere, hit over the fence or whatever, then I'll tip my hat. You know, that Mariano was different because he was so much nastier than everybody else. You know, he, he didn't hit Mariano's good cutter over the fence. 
I mean, it just didn't happen. You, your bat might have gone over the fence after it broke into a million pieces, um, but you weren't going to hit his fastball over the fence. Um, uh, I think if you if you polled the audience, if you talked to Buster Posey or Hunter Pence or or some of the great hitters that I've faced for a long, long time over the years, they would tell you that I give them credit during the game. Um, and I, I know that because I know that they know that because uh, Hunter and, and uh, Buster came over to me one time. Um, I think we were at an all-star game or somewhere together. And uh, Hunter comes over and Buster's right there. And, and, and he goes, Hey, uh, I, I just want to ask you a question. Man. Like when, when we line out or hit a deep fly ball that, you know, almost went out and gets caught, but we're out and we run back by you and you tell us, Hey, nice swing. Are you being serious? Or are you being a prick? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, no, man, I'm, you know, if, if you make a good swing and, uh, we just had happen to have somebody there and I tell you nice swing, I mean it. I'm not trying to be a, you know, I'm not trying to be a prick. And he, and he looked at me, Hunter looked at me real close and he's like, all right, I think I believe you. <laughs> I was like, no, I'm telling the truth. You know, I tell you if I was just trying to be a, a prick, he goes, all right, then I, I kind of like that then. All right. Cause, cause we hated it until now. Like we thought that was like, you were just being such a prick. And I'm like, no, I'm, I'm being not give credit where credit is. So that to answer your question, that's long story short. I've had several hitters over the years come over to me and ask me the same question. Hey man, you being for real? And I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm for real. Now, like Brandon Belt flew out to the warning track on me the other day and I went, Hey, nice swing, Brandon. You almost had me there. And he was like, <laughs> and uh, with Salvador Perez and I will do that all the time. Salvi, I got Salvi the other day and, and uh, I tried a two, two, I tried a little drop down curveball, uh sidearm curveball on him because he had fouled off a few pitches in a row, or whatever, and was taking a tough at bat. And he looked at me and started laughing. And I looked at him and started laughing. And then I ended up getting him on strike three, uh, three, two. And he looked at me and kind of gave me the nod. And I was like, right, I appreciate it, buddy. I'll talk to you later. You know, that, but we have those little moments. The guys that have been around for a while, we have those moments a lot. Well, Adam, you're almost a quarter through the season. How would you assess what you've seen from your team so far? Uh, I think uh, flashes of good, flashes of really good. And, and uh, you know, some things that we, we need to do better, obviously. I mean, there's uh, – there's a lot of things that our team is capable of doing that they haven't done to their best yet. Um, but we, we have, we have shown flashes of it, you know, so we know it's there. And, and that's kind of what we did a, lot, a little bit last year too, where, and this is the conversation we had this week going into that series against the giants at home. I'm like, Hey, these last couple games, I need to see urgency. I need to see, you know, some intensity. We need to see some some ex- expectation to win. Because yeah, here's the thing about Major League Baseball: when you show up, you got to know that you're going to win that game. You know what I mean? You you need to go in with that arrogance, like you just talked about that Mariano had. You need to do that as a team. You need to expect to win if you're going to go out there and win. You can't. You cannot wait for the other team to make mistakes to to try to capitalize. You got to take charge of the game and create your own opportunities and uh, sometimes we I think we wait a little bit on, on the other team to uh, to give us an opening instead of trying to go out and make our own uh, opportunities and so I think we've done that better over the last few days 
Um, we got we got pitched pretty tough yesterday. We came away with a great win. That second game, that was a huge win for us. That that day split, that was really really important. Um, and uh, you know, we did it against some really tough relievers, obviously. And we got Tyler O'Neill to get the game win in RBI, which is even though he wasn't the kind of RBI that everybody expects out of Tyler, that's a big moment, and that could be a a, a sign of things to come. We saw him lace the ball in the left field yesterday for the first time in a while. So, you know, slumps are, man, slumps are evil sometimes. But when you come out of slumps, and what I told Tyler the other day, is when you're in the deepest of slumps is when you're in the closest to being on fire hot. So uh, he's a guy who could carry a team for a, a while. And so I think he's on the verge of, of getting really, really hot because we, we know he's, He's in about the, the worst slump that he's going to get in. But when he gets hot, he's fun, and he can carry us for a while. Adam, you are fun, and we're looking forward to, again, the trivia night on June 3rd. People can get information and sign up at bigleagueimpact.org. And then on the 12th, swing for impact at Top Golf. Looking forward to that as well. And all the information that people need, they can get it at uh, bigleagueimpact.org. We love what you do. We appreciate you joining us every Wednesday. Enjoy this trip. And, uh, one last quick thing. When you go to Michelle was going to ask what you do in New York, but you go to Pittsburgh. Are you a Pramani sandwich guy? Uh, Pramani Brothers? Yeah. Is that what you said? Yep. <clears throat> um, I mean, the French fries on the sandwich, it's never <laughs> a bad thing. You know, I, mean, I love French fries, all the sandwiches. Um, there's a, there is some good sneaky food in, in, uh, in Pittsburgh, though. Um, great golf community. That yeah. is top two favorite golf cities for me um, in the major leagues, honestly. There, there's some, the topography of, of Pittsburgh sets up just incredible for, for great golf courses. Oakmont, obviously, is, is the famous one there, but there's some other ones that are incredible, too. Pittsburgh Field Club, Fox Chapel, there's some amazing golf courses in Pittsburgh. That's usually where I'm out doing in Pittsburgh if I'm not pitching. Well, have a great time when you aren't pitching on the golf course, and then uh, when you are pitching, we'll be watching and rooting. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you, sir. All right. Thanks for having me. You bet. See you later. That is the great Adam Wainwright. BigLeagueImpact.org is the place to go for all of the information about the trivia night on June 3rd at Patios, and then also Swing for Impact. And Adam's right. Everybody loves Top Golf, And even if you aren't a golfer, you'll have a good time there. Wednesdays with Wayno means another donation to Big League Impact from our friends at Chick-fil-A. Stop by today between 2 and 4 for a refreshing Sunjoy drink, and a portion of sales goes towards Adam's work and the mission of Big League Impact and a Sunjoy at Chick-fil-A. Michelle is? It is essentially an Arnold Palmer, but better. It's half lemonade, half sweet tea. Get to Chick-fil-A today. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. 
Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Love Target? Well, you're about to love it even more. With Target's red card, debit card, you'll save 5% every Target trip on top of everyday low prices, in-store and online. Debit red card links from your existing bank account. Visit Target.com slash red card to get all the details. Restrictions apply.